big revelations, and a change to a government. We're going to talk all about it as we talk about the first half of Season 3 of Attack on Titan, this week on Shonen and Suds. We are back! How are you, buddy? We are back, Chris, yes. Uh, I'm doing great. Um, oh, another great too. week of great anime, like... There's no complaints. We, our year is, is, is off to a great start, you know. Um, Indeed it is, Cody. And I'm not going to lie. I, I've said this for the last few weeks. Uh, well, a couple things. One, I am completely caught up on the Attack on Titan anime. That did not take long. I, I just couldn't stop the minute I started uh, season four. I'm refusing to call it the final season because it's split into how many fucking parts. Um, so season four I started, and I couldn't stop. Um, same thing with season three, season three might actually be one of my favorite, like seasons of television of any show I've ever watched. Um, I'm, I'm just, I am all aboard. I'm reading the manga. I'm, I'm too, so, and also too, Cody, I know we, um, you know, I, there's not much different that I've encountered so far in the manga other than like the placings of like certain flashback scenes, like, um, like we don't see them training uh in the uh like you know where Aaron has like the busted gear we don't see that until like a lot later in the manga okay. than as we do in the show yeah it's it's in a different place um the only other difference too that i've encountered so far other than like some like some condensing of some scenes and maybe some condensing of some dialogue the scene where uh they fight you know, in the underground passage where they try to lure Annie in um, there's never a moment where Aaron is like stabbed through the gut and you know what I mean? Like the minute they split up, Aaron fucking turns into a Titan and him and Annie just start going at it. Oh, so there's never that moment where he's like crushed under the rubble or and all that uh, stuff? Nope. Nope. He just fucking, he just fucking powers up and they just start scrapping. Yeah. I, I kind of hate how often they do that. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, towards the later seasons, obviously, it's like, I mean, he just snaps his fingers and he's a titan, but like, I hate, oh, yeah. I hate the beginning part where it's like, where They've Mikasa has to, has to like, you sure you're not holding back because you can't believe it? You sure you can't? It's like, shut up, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a lot less of that in the manga than there is. Like, I, I like Aaron more in the manga than I do in the anime because he, he's, still, he's still whiny, but not as whiny like it's very very um very tame in the manga as far as him being like the protagonist i'm I'm really enjoying it i'm on uh, i'm on omnibus four pretty much i'm on i'm in like i'm on like volume 11 is where i'm at currently so i'm plowing through that too yeah i've been thinking whenever like doordash is a little slow where i usually park Mm -hmm. at there's a barnes and noble and i've been thinking about you know, just strolling in and picking up some manga I don't need as I look at a stack of manga that I haven't read yet. <laughs> That's the trick, man. You got to find one that you really like. And like I said, man, I am obsessed with Attack on Titan. I am, I, I'm happy to be caught up now, and I'm still mad at myself for it taking me this long. And I've already started my second watch through. And like you said, Cody, I'm noticing a lot of different things, or like things are making a lot more sense as we, um, you know, as I'm seeing it the second time around, I, I, I'm looking at it through a different lens. And it's, I, I might even say, Cody, so far, it's better the second time around because of what I know. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, you definitely. I don't pay, know if you felt the same way. You definitely pay more attention to like Bertolt, Reina, Krista, Ymir, like <laughs> anybody yeah. that becomes important later. It's like I'm mm-hmm. watching all of their reactions. Like Connie is genuinely surprised when shit hits the fan. <laughs> Guys, right? It's so crazy. Like, these guys are like, oh, we're boy. fucked. <laughs> oh, man. Like, Connie sees the beast site, and he's like, what the fuck is that? And <laughs> Bear Tolton and Ryan are actually like, why is he? Um, <laughs> yep. We're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and grounded. they do it in such a way. Exactly. And they do it in such a way that you don't think about it. You know what I mean? But now the second time around, you're like, oh, that makes so much more sense. But yeah, I'm really, really enjoying it. Um, you know, Not as much as I enjoy being back with you, Cody, on a new episode of Shonen and Suds. Of course, welcome back, everyone. I'm your host, Chris Adams. I'm Cody Snodgrass. And as we said, you know, we've been gushing about Attack on Titan. Here we are, Season 3. And like I said, Cody, Season 3 is my favorite one by far. Um it has like, and I, and I think that it, it's only because of how good the first two seasons were that this one is my favorite. Just because it has, it has probably the most gut wrenching moment for me in it in the, in the back half, which we'll obviously will cover next week. But I love how like Game of Thrones this this season feels like. There's a lot of political intrigue. You got a lot of double crosses, backdoor dealings. Fucking, you know, fucking puppet kings and fucking like, yeah, military coups. You, you, all, all the political intrigue you can shake a stick at, and new ODM gear. Yeah, it's pretty much it's got it's got everything really, Chris. Um, it really does. The back half is all. And I'll say this: the front half is more exposition and story uh, because we season th- this half that we're going to talk about today, Cody, is where we have the what. Are the fuck are you talking about moment with the whole, you know, just the whole royal family and the eating and all, you know, there, this is where we have that first moment where you're like, what the fuck is going on? Um, but they remedy that with the back half being all gas and no breaks. So, yeah, this is, the I'm part, excited. This is the part, and we kind of message about this that like some people might have disliked because there's a lot of explaining, mm-hmm. um, but. Uh-huh. I, I think the sh- the way the show is set up, there needs to be a lot of explaining because, like, mm-hmm. I mean, you, when you first Absolutely. see a titan in the wall, like, if you don't want an explanation right. for that, I, you probably shouldn't even watch. Like, you're on, you're in the wrong show. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like, yep, it's not something I agree. that can be like, love- easily ignored or anything. So, exactly, and I, I do like how season three kind of gives us the taste, and obviously, you know, you, it, it's racking your brain and weighing you down until you get to season four, and then they just open all of that up. So, which I, I love season four. I mean, I don't want to put the cart before the horse. I've loved, I have not had a moment in this show where I was like, I don't like that. Um, like I said, I've come around. Levi has become one of my favorite characters. I don't think there's a character in this show that I don't like. Um, I, I like disliking Aaron because of how like whiny he is, but I like he is such a fucking heel in season four, and that's real. Obviously, spoilers ahead, everybody. Jesus Christ, how rude of me! But you know, I, now that I'm caught up, fuck you. You should be caught up too. <laughs> yeah, but I, I've become. <laughs> we can't put we can't put the cart before the horse, Chris. We got to talk about twelve episodes of season uh season three. We do. Yeah. We do. Um, I went ahead. I actually went ahead and watched. I watched uh, thirteen of them. Just be, well, I, I watched them all, but I felt like 
the thir- uh, the 13th episode was a good point break, but I think that whole middle part after the whole military coup is just such a great, like they've done a great job of just breaking these seasons up and breaking these arcs up. Like you have these like definitive, like, all right, you can chill here for a second and process what you've just watched and not have to worry about, you know, like going into something else if, if you don't want to, which I thought I, I think is, you know, really, really cool about this show. And the manga is the same way. They're very good about breaking the chapters up. So, Cody, I'm just in this. This this might be just one of my favorites of all time, but just not just animes, but like shows of all time. Now, Chris, I got to ask, how did you feel about the season three intro? It's kind of like a it's a much slower paced like song um, song wise. I'm trying to. Um, it, it's tough coming off of like the first two. Um, I, I definitely think it's the weakest of the bunch. It's still good, I, I think um, so. but it's definitely the weakest of the bunch. Yeah, I, I think it is too. Ex- there might be one in season four that I dislike. I think it's the first one in season. Oh, four. dude, I love them both for season <laughs> four. I, I well, the first one. I mean, rumbling. Oh, we'll get to like that. Fucking peak. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, dude, that's fucking. That's. I think that's the best intro. That one and the first one are obviously the best two, right? Um, season four, part one might actually be one of my it's probably my favorite right after that because it just completely sets the tone for everything you're getting ready to see and like it's i i think of all the intros that match the tone of the show i think season four part one is the perfect match for the content that it's related to okay interesting yeah yeah Yeah. it's a very heavily i mean everybody i think all there's seven intros in total Uh and they're all like very highly regarded but it's neat to see on TikTok people like do different like rankings of them and like I mean they're all like just bangers like <laughs> you can't oh, yeah, really yeah, you, go you can't wrong. win yeah you can't lose exactly yeah you can't lose exactly um but yeah I just wanted to get but your take exciting. on that um and the reason yeah, no, absolutely. the reason I stopped at episode twelve for this week is because that's mm-hmm. actually where um they broke it down back it breaks yep yeah so like after episode twelve you had to wait for the Shiganshina stuff, basically. But yep, yeah, that's where because man, oh my, my boy Irvin is in. Oh, Cody, I was I was sweating this whole season, this whole season, because my boy, my boy Commander Irvin, man, that's now obviously out again. I don't want to go too far. But I, I was I was scared for my boy during this whole first half. I was like, they're gonna fucking just put him on the fucking gallows, dude. They're just gonna hang him out too dry. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's in dire straits, pretty much right right off the rip here. But you know, before we mm-hmm. jump into all that, Chris, we do have a little bit of news we got to talk about. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just so excited to talk. You know, AOT is just I, I'm that guy now, Cody. That's just you know, I, I've caught up to the rest of the world, and I just want to talk about it. There's nothing wrong with that, Chris. And actually, speaking of that and news, uh, we have our our first date for part three of season four, final part. Watch. I don't. I don't know, Chris. March fourth. <laughs> March fourth. Turn on the TV. <laughs> that's all I gotta say. That's all you need. To, that's all you need to know. Apparently, it's gonna be an hour long episode. Um, okay. March fourth. I I believe that will be on Crunchyroll. Uh-huh. Animation probably like an hour later, and then I think Hulu is the following day. I don't know. I can't remember how it all works. It's been a minute. Um, uh-huh. But usually, when Attack on Titan premieres, I watch it on Funimation. So. Yep. I will be there. Um, Chris, we might even do a watch party for that. Oh, baby, please. Get, get the I, game I, I'm, together. I'm here. Yeah, if anybody wants to 
tune in. I know it'll be me and my buddy Tyler for sure. Um, but Chris, if you, you are more than welcome, I, I hope you'll be Fucking there with us. See man. you there, brother. See you there. Yeah, we we've been doing like not really watch parties. It's usually just like us two. Like, <laughs> but uh, it's definitely like a it's a fun thing. Like uh, to to watch the show with more people. Like I don't know. Well, you know what they say, Cody. Two's company, three's a party. That's right. Exactly. Couldn't have said it better myself. But yeah, March fourth is when it will be premiering. Which is Chris. It's like. Less than four weeks away, maybe four weeks. Dude, I, I was, dude, I was so worried that I was going to have to wait like a lot longer. Kind of like how they're making Nintendo's making me wait, basically an entire year for Advance Wars. <laughs> I, was so, uh, I, I was, I was worried that this was going to happen with that. Like, it was going to be like quarter three and quarter four, like you know, really in twenty twenty three with a bang. But the fact that it's like, it, it's here, Cody. It, it is on the doorstep, and I, I cannot wait to allow it into my home. I've made a pot of chili. I can't wait. <laughs> well, Chris, the only problem is, is that's part one of two parts. Part so. one, which is part three, but yeah. which is part three and four, parts one and whatever. I, I just hope I live to see the end of it, you know? <laughs> like, that's I all I, I can't I hope matters. I can survive that long. <laughs> like, Dude, that's all that matters. I, I need to see how, because also too, Cody, I also, you know, speaking of that, I, I made a, I don't, I, don't it's, I didn't make an error. I think I made the right value call by picking up the omnibus version of the manga, but the last three of them are not out yet. The manga's fake. Like the individual volumes are done. All of the colossal editions are out, but the last three of the omnibus are not out yet. One comes out this month. One comes out in like June, and then the last one comes out in August. Cody, ah, uh, so you're, you you gotta wait, Chris, unless you. I know because it won't look good on the shelf if you get like a couple that's, single. I can't. You can't. You can't I can't. I've, 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 and I'm, exactly, and I'm five. I'm five volumes in, or five, you know, books in on the omnibus. I, I've I've passed the point of no return. I've I've got a. This is how this is what I'm doing. So I I may have made the critical error, but you know at the same time I'm really soaking in the manga. I'm really like like just just drinking it all in. Like <laughs> I, I I mean listen I'm I'm like reading it, but like hearing it in the voices that I hear on the show. Like I'm looking at every panel. Like so I'm really so I, I'll be okay. Like I'm not I'm not powering through it, but I'm definitely like bum that I actually now have to spread it out further than I want to. You're, you're not fiending for it yet. <laughs> I know, but okay. fuck, man. After, after getting caught up on the show, it's like, I fucking, call me Ryback, baby. <laughs> Feed me more. I want. Love that, Chris. Well, um, God. <laughs> hopefully those, those will come out relatively quick for you, um, unlike Advanced mm-hmm. Wars 1 and 2. Um, fuck me, dude. But... <laughs> It's done. Cody, the game is done. It's been done. Why can't I have it now? They literally were like on that Nintendo Direct, Cody, not to not to hijack the, the news real quick, but like oh, it's Nintendo okay. Direct yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Nintendo Direct was yesterday. A lot of really cool stuff. I definitely did not watch anything Zelda related because uh, other than the fact that it's gonna be a seventy dollar game, but you know, I guess that was a matter of time. But um I like everything that they showed on the direct was like available now available later today by the time you watch this it'll be available then they get to advance wars they're like april 21st yeah <laughs> like fuck you dude i was so mad i feel like this, it's been at like the last 14 nintendo directs and they're just like yeah not yet sorry 
Yeah. Oh, it's and, coming. Oh, no, it's not. Just kidding. Oh, <laughs> like, uh, dude, I, I just hope I need to like I need to like call the U- the United Nations and be like, I need y'all to and like just get over into Ukraine and Russia and just be like, I need y'all to just fucking stop until April twenty second. Yeah, <laughs> we need to stop. Like, stop please, all of these little all of these wars. You know, everybody leave everybody alone so we can get this game. Yep. Can Can I just get world peace until April twenty first? It would be nice. like, is that, am I asking for too much, Cody? I, maybe, you know, it, it's, it's a big ask. Uh, <laughs> God knows. I, I just want, I just want reboot camp, please. God. Eventually, eventually it'll be here. Chris. Um, uh, I'll believe it when it's in my fucking paws, man. It, it's it's but like, like attack on Titan, honestly. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Now I know how you feel. <laughs> um, but, See, outside of the AOT news, um, I guess we could touch briefly on this Netflix. They are trying this new password sharing policy in Chile, Costa Rica, and Peru. Um, oh. Netflix, again, just making it more complicated for us to watch Netflix. I, I, it literally makes no sense. Like, I pay for, like, four different screens to be able to simultaneously stream at the same time. They, they like the numbers haven't dwindled for Netflix these last two quarters. They've gained five million subscribers. So I, I don't know. Wh- I don't know why they like continuously have to like dick around with like policies. Like guys, who cares if you're sharing it to a couple houses? Like we're paying you twenty dollars a month, right? And, just up, just up the monthly fee. You, you you've solved the problem. Yeah, we're paying you twenty dollars a month, and, and you're dropping one piece. What are we doing here? You know what? Right. <laughs> well, well, I'm glad you said that, Cody, because I look. I've always looked at Netflix like I've always looked at them as like a refrigerator. You know, how, like you'll go into your kitchen, like you're hungry. You open your fridge; it's full of food, but there's nothing to eat. Yeah. That's that's literally Netflix, and now they're fucking putting a lock on the fridge. Yeah. What? Why are you protecting the mustard like that? Yeah, Nobody I, wants mustard. I, I want fucking. I want cheese dip, and I ain't <laughs> got that in there. I, I, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like. It doesn't. For me personally, I, I I have my Netflix. My dad uses my Netflix, um, but he's he's older, Chris. I mean, I, I, I just got him to finally start using his like DVR instead of his. VHS Holy case. shit! Like literally, I set it up for him two weeks ago. Holy I have, shit! But I bought him a smart TV to go up on top of his entertainment center that he'll never get rid of because he's got to have that. But like, oh, of course. <laughs> Like I just taught him how to use. I think he has TiVo because I can't. I can't get him to shake the satellite dish off the top of the trailer. But <laughs> like, like <laughs> and so like, <laughs> your dad's like Mickey Rourke up from the wrestler. Dude, my dad like, I swear he he doesn't have. He has like a, a pay as you go phone. Like the dude is living like thirty years ago. Like if he could still have a pager, he probably would. Holy shit! But like, your dad sim- knows that they've made they've. He knows Terminator Two is already made, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, um, just check. But like, it's very easy for me to just use. Like, I have all my Hulu. I have Hulu over there for him. I have HBO over there for him. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, it's just a click of a big button. Like, it's very easy. Like, no, <laughs> you know, no assembly required. And now Netflix is like, oh, you gotta verify it on your Wi-Fi every thirty-one days. Or it's like, what the. Why? Why? Like, well, I'm paying you. <laughs> so, I mean, with the exceptions of like Stranger Things, like I might just honestly just 
axe Netflix and be like, yeah, I'm I'm good. Like, yeah, there's nothing really. Yeah, like there's like Ozark's no. over. Like Stranger Things mm-hmm. is the same thing every season. I don't even know why I continue to watch that. Um, mm-hmm. and, and like when Cobra Kai comes out, I'll resub. I'll watch Cobra Kai, and I'll all right. I'm good. Yeah, and I think all the anime that I want to watch on Netflix, like, I think I actually want to own Castlevania, like, physical copies, which you can buy. You can buy Blu-rays of all the seasons of Castlevania. So I might actually just do that. Yeah, like And I, I agree with you. I think there's there's no reason for me to comp, keep a constant yearly subscription to Netflix. I just don't watch enough on it. Yeah, and I mean, I, I, as much as I like, like, the, the true crime stuff and all that, I mean, that's a, you can find that stuff everywhere. Like... <laughs> Yeah. If there's something and that's I, so I good that I need it. Netflix for, mm-hmm. like, then I'll, like, Cobra Kai comes out. Like, I'll, I'll just resub for that month and then, all right, I'm good. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I don't know if there's anything, any good true crime documentaries on right now. I'm trying to think if there's anything that I saw. Not that I can, not, nothing that's, uh, that's caught in my eye. I don't know. I don't know if you watched it already, but there, there's one if you haven't seen it. It's about the, um, I, I, it's about the submarine, the reporter that went on the submarine with like the the like the philanthropist. Uh, it, it's called like something submarine or un, under the sea or something like that. It's on Netflix. It should be like under the like the new. It's you'll see it pop up. It's really really good. Yeah, definitely. So. I might have to might have to peep that, Chris. I am severely behind on One Piece though, so I probably should. Mm-hmm. I probably shouldn't. Hey, that's fair. I'm on One Piece episode seventy two, and I'm supposed to be on like a hundred and. Something, so. Oh man, you're fu- you're fucking up. You're fucking up. There's, but it's all right. Yeah, it's all right because we we get to talk about Attack on Titan. Yeah, goddamn right we do. Goddamn right we do. Uh, but speaking of One Piece, you know they uh, apparently there was what the, there was the Tokyo Anime Film Festival or something like that, and One Piece Red was like the basically the best movie of the year or some shit like that for that award, and they won the best movie award. Yeah, and then what, the acronym doesn't match what the festival is called or what the award is. Yeah, Tokyo Anime Film Festival is apparently T A A F, even though there's only one A, and two F. Um, Maybe it's a typo. You know, who knows? Um, but it, they basically won like the film of the year, and then Spy Family basically won the show of the year. Um, and then I know the Crunchyroll awards were going on. I don't know if those are done yet. They might the voting mm-hmm. might still be going on. Um, or I might have just missed the bus yeah. entirely, but either way, I didn't know Crunchyroll had awards. I'm I'm messing up. I look. I'm still trying to kind of like work my way into the anime community because it's very much a, a two steps forward or two steps back. Because like I get things, you know, I'm caught up on things like Attack on Titan. I want to watch Spy Family, but then like I see like all the cringe waifu shit, and I'm like, boy, that's a slippery slope. Yeah, Crunchyroll really like. <laughs> I mean, it's front and center. <laughs> like every you log in, yeah. it's like, all right, I'm I'm on to watch this show, and it's like picking up girls naked in a dungeon, four floors deep. <laughs> I raised my defense two hundred points. I'm like, what the fuck is this show name? Like, I I, I don't know. <laughs> and that's how they talk on the show. It's I I don't I don't get this. I it's I don't like, you just, know. It's just isekai like hentai like come on bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You, yeah, Chris, I'll you're just, just logging in to watch an episode of Ronma One Half. Dude, that's all I'm throttled. doing, dude. I, I, I do, and I was like, I'm, I turned into Danny Glover from Lethal Weapon, and it's like, man, I'm too old for this shit. What am I? What am I looking for? So, like, it's a slippery slope. So, like, it's hard for me to like 
go super deep and like follow a lot of the stuff. Cause like I pull up like, you know, I'll pull up like anime news network and like, I'll look at the front page. I'm like, I don't know what 99% of this shit is. And not that I probably, not that I would not be interested if someone was like, Hey, if you like this, you'll like this. You know, I've, I've, I've discovered some of my new favorites, you know, doing this podcast, but I don't know. I mean, I think I'm just too afraid to go down some of these rabbit holes where it's like, I don't want like, you don't want another high school of the dead situation, right? Right, right. Yeah, I don't want another thing like that where like, I get more mad because the show had a lot of potential with the story they're trying to tell, and they wanted to throw like high school titties in my face, or like a <laughs> goddess who's like 12,000 years old, but built like a 10-year-old, but also wears next to nothing. It's like, I can't watch this. Like This is just weird. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's unfortunate that... <laughs> A lot of a lot of wasted story potential on uh, on fan yeah. service, uh, specifically mm-hmm. High School of the Dead. I think that it's still the best zombie anime. It's just yeah, horrible. you have to sift through. <laughs> you got to mm-hmm. deal with the, you got to deal with uh, like just the, the half naked high school kids. And it's like I don't want to see that. So unfortunately, I definitely get it. The ending of but, that you show know, also we'll is dog shit, but. So, you know, it's a, yeah, well, well that's, that's why it's it's a different podcast. Right? <laughs> you know, we've 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 been there, done that. Um, that's right. We got nothing but positivity on this cast because AOT is fucking S tier. It's so good. That's right, Chris. But of course, before we get to AOT, man, I'm I'm a little parched here, Chris. Dude, my throat is fucking. I got a fucking dirt road mouth going on. I tell you what. So, Cody, I need to know, and the people at home need to know what you're drinking. Turn to Macho Man there for a second. All right, Chris. I don't know if I can pick this up on the mic, but I'm going to try. Give it a go. Maybe I heard something. I heard. Okay. I heard a thunk. Okay, good. That was the the cap to my beer. Well, let me, let me make sure. Oh, we got a bottle this week. We got a bottle this week, Chris. Yeah, I actually had to bring in the can opener here because I couldn't find a bottle oh. opener. Um, <laughs> oh man! So I literally just got the old KitchenAid can opener in the room <laughs> with a little hook on the side. <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, Chris, I don't. I don't think I've actually had this on the cast before, but I have a Stella oh. a Stella Artois Cidre European style cider. Mmm. Okay. Um, pretty much just like an apple cider, more beer tasting than cidery. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's just a fancier, like Red's Apple Ale, really. Um, yeah. Yeah, Cidre. You, you slapped know. a Stella. It's not a cider. It's a Cidre. We got to switch the R and the E there <laughs> at the end because we're right. We're fancy. Um. Yeah, you know, uh, we got 4.5 alcohol per per volume, uh-huh. uh, 180 uh-huh. calories. So you know, we're still packing on for the winter. Um, 22 carbs, uh, less than one gram of protein. So uh, not exactly the best for the macros, but you know, it tastes heavenly, Chris. So that's that's what I'm having this evening, and I still oh, I love it. Uh, and it's actually, delicious. Is it delicious? I need to know, Cody. Is it, is it delicious? Oh, it's, it's, it's fantastic. Uh, I, I've been drinking. Beautiful. My buddy Cam, who's one of our wrestling buddies that comes and watches like AEW pay per views uh-huh. and things like that, he's always drinking these. I was like, you know what? No, let me grab me a sixer of these. And I think I'm on like my third in the last like probably like probably last two months. I think it's like my third like six pack I picked up. So, oh hell yeah, brother! I, I'm shifting away from. From the old baby blue Bud Light. Um, no, I'm not. But <laughs> love you know, why? I mean, look, listen. You, you got to try some things out every now and again. I, I applaud your adventurousness. So I, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Me, Cody. I'm not being adventurous this week. But <laughs> let me uh, get this close to the mic here. Oh. I don't know if you picked that up. I heard it. 
We got a little little crack action here. I am Drake Cody. You know, when I think Attack on Titan, I'm I'm blue collar all the way. I am definitely a Wall Maria kind of guy. I'm you know maybe maybe I get promoted and I'm inside of Wall Rose. You know I'm I'm definitely a you know I'm not I'm not putting on airs. I'm not a one percenter. So my beer is going to reflect that, Cody. I am drinking an ice cold Tecate with a lime. You know, you know, this isn't like it's not natty light. You know, we haven't been working all day like this. It's the weekend. You know, we got a little extra on our paycheck this week. So, uh, you know, ki- the kids are grown now. They're recruit. They're 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 joining the fight. They want to join the scout regiment. So now, instead of buying natty light, I can buy Tecate, which is you know fifty cents more expensive. But that's what I'm sipping on. Mm. <laughs> You, you've updated <laughs> your Hannes like host garrison regiment after the wall was breached. You still still pour one out for our boy Hannes. Yeah, yeah, it, it makes sense. Definitely pour one out for Hannes. I am living vicariously through the spirit of Han- Mr. Hannes. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah, Chris. Now that we got our drinks out of the way, I think it's time we uh we dive into season three. Oh, man. Oh, man. So much happens here, Cody. And then we're starting with, I believe this episode is what? Smoke Signal is what it's called. This is where, dude, this is where shit gets real. Like, we've got, we're, we're, we're greeted with a murder mystery almost right off the bat. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're picking up, I don't remember, where did we, what was the last thing we had in season two? Uh, well, fucking oh. Hannes. Fucking Hannes getting got. God, yeah. It's just crazy how much they cover in 12 episodes. Yeah, and then we saw uh-huh. like the Beast Titan on the wall. Also, yep, with a yet to be named character, which, or at least for us, the whole goddamn world—it's so great. We'll get, we'll get so to, great. We'll get to him soon, though. That um, old noodly arm bitch. Yeah, Chris, we're picking up with the new, the newly formed Levi Squad. We have basically everyone yeah. who wasn't in the Levi Squad previously is now in the Levi Squad. All of our named characters are here. Um, yeah. The gang's really Which is only fitting. And I think, I can't remember if it's early on or if he joins later. We even we even pick up uh, old boy Marlo. Yes, uh, yeah, Marlo and, yeah, Marlo joins after, well, Marlo joins actually at the end of the first half. Is it at the end of the first half? Okay. I, I know he's yep, there. He like, goes with them. He's there at, like, the lunch table at some point with them. Um Yep, because he goes with them when they uh, when they when they ride off to Shiganshina. Again, that's that'll be next week where where we start there. But we got to get there, Cody. But yes, Marlo and uh, who's the other one? Hitch from the um. Hitch isn't with us yet. Hitch is still an MP. Not yet. Um, but yeah, I am kind of putting the cart a little bit before the horse there. Uh, but that's okay. These, these damn these damn dirty MPs, man. Because um, they've uh, we like I said, Cody, we're we're greeted with a murder mystery right off the bat, Cody. Somebody. Somebody has killed Pastor Nick. That's right, Chris. The crazy kook Who's himself. The dead man. Pat, old Pastor Nick worshiping the wall. Patty Nick. Nick Nack Paddywhack is out of here. Yeah, not only has he, he he's also been tortured, Chris. Um, oh, yeah. So shit's going down, and I believe this is inside Trost is where they're at when this is all mm-hmm. happening. Um, and we find out about, like, the MPs, it's a, it's the first interior squad, is what they're technically called. They're like the uh, the mm-hmm. higher up MPs, I guess, is what you would. Yeah, they're like kind of, the, I guess, the equivalent of the elites. They're the good cop, they're the bad cops, really. Is what they, <laughs> they are. What these fucking guys are. Um, That's right. 
And you know they are Denzel and Training Day. Yeah, Hanji, Hanji and Levi. I mean, the whole scout regiment is kind of like something sketchy's going on. Like they're they're trying yeah. to to do some sketchy shit here. Um, and not only that, Chris Aaron, Commander Aaron also gets arrested by the MPs. Um, dude, for not basically dude. for not turning over Aaron um, to the yep. to the MPs. Um, so there, there's yep, and- oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, no, I was going to say, like, they, they're, they're basically, they're scapegoating. They're definitely railroading the, uh, the scout regiment here. And you're seeing the early parts of that where they're, they're all like, they're, they arrest Irving. Uh, they arrest, uh, or Erwin. They, they arrest what all the scouts that are with him. And I want to say, like, th- isn't this where, like, I can't remember if that's in this episode, but they have to, like, like, they're with the cabin that they're staying at, like, right outside of Wall, uh, right outside of Wall Row or inside of Wall Rose. Like, they have to, like, flee because they're about to get ambushed by the MPs. Yeah, the MPs are, like, actively hunting for any members of, like, Levi's squad, any member of the survey corps. Mm-hmm. Like, they're after them, which is, you know, it's fucking, mm-hmm. like, these are the people that have been fighting for your lives. Like, what are you, you know, there's some crooked shit going yep. on. Um, government. Yep, because after, and it's because they, they're getting, like, they're trying to, invent, obviously, Hanji and fucking, um, trying to think of who's there with Hanji. Um... Uh, fuck. Who is it there with Hanji? That's that was looking at was at that point. Um, Mobley is there? Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. It's Mobley and there's somebody else. But um, but basically they start asking questions when they go into like start interrogating him, or they they want to look at Pastor Nick and like the the person at the door. Like just from that conversation they have, Hanji's like, oh, they fucking did it. Like there's no way they didn't do it because of like. Like the way his like I want to say there was like blood on his uniform or like the way his knuckles were fucking like wrapped up. Yeah, I think he had like bloody knuckles. Like he'd been he sure did torturing Pastor Nick. Like not not even mm-hmm. really trying to hide it. Like they they know it was them. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yeah, and then but. I'm trying to think of when we 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 get some cowboy shit going on here, Chris. Some wild west. Yeah, we get some real cowboy shit. Buckshot lariats <laughs> everywhere because we're. Uh, because basically this group that's hunting down the scouts is led by, um, well, the first name is not familiar. The last name certainly is a, an old cowpoke by the name of fucking Kenny Ackerman. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, Kenny the Ripper, if you will. Um, that's right. And we also like the scout. We also have the scouts. So they're obviously they're on high alert because they're being basically hunted. Mm-hmm. Um, see here i'm trying to remember they they go back to trost we have gene and armin disguised as aaron and historia yeah uh, because and yeah, we kind of do this classic um yeah very similar to like when when they were trying to sneak into i believe it was walcina earlier whenever they did mm-hmm. the whole anything um but gene and armin are both uh abducted by demo reeves demo being um I believe he was the guy from season one who was like wouldn't move his cart out of the way for the people to escape. Yep, the head of the the was it the, the Demo Trading Company or the Reeves Trading Company. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, he's now been hired by the MPs or the Interior Police. Um, mm-hmm. Now Mika send them. Obviously, they, they they rescue them, capture everybody that kidnapped them. Um, and Levi, Commander Levi, and some of the other scouts are like up on the rooftops, just making sure Aaron and his story get through. Um, and that's when Chris, uh, Levi's talking with, I believe her name's Nifa, who's like, 
just another girl in, in his squad. Um, and she just immediately gets fucking blasted. Like, dead-ass hell. They're right there on the rooftop, dude. Yeah, like, they are They are doing some rooftop fighting. And then the, uh, the, these, uh, these interior police, by the way, we should mention, they're using anti-personnel ODM equipment, which is attached to pistols. And it's a little more... It's a little more... What am I trying to say? Like, there's not as much verticality that these things can really attain there because they're they're just that they are meant to deal with people versus titans so that kind of gives kenny's group of the interior police a little bit of an advantage yeah at least at range they have no blades they have like yeah they're not quite like they're like giant bullets almost like big like i think they can only like shoot once and then they have to reload each one Mm -hmm. Um, but they have like these basically ammo on their legs instead of more sets of blades like you know, the rest of uh, the Scout Regiment. But, I mean... Kate I'm going to tell you what. Levi fucks their world up. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, this is probably, like, <laughs> the hardest thing to go over animation-wise is, like, this scene that kind of... It kind of bleeds into se- or episode two here. Dude, this like, whole season... This whole season, Levi is just fucking people's lives up, and I love it. Like, this is the season... I told you I've come around on Levi. This is the season that made me do it. Oh, it makes sense, yeah. I mean, Chris, the, I, like I said, we can't do the animation any justice, but the way he's whipping around through the city. Oh, dude, just passing out cans of whoop-ass to these people, <laughs> dude. Just they're, they're so fucked. Like, they're so fucked, and they don't even know it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> man, man is I messing up. But Kenny, uh, he, he no is. No slouch either. Kenny is no slouch, yeah. Kenny is also putting in work um, with his squad. What, what are they called again? The anti- uh, they're the uh, uh, they're anti personnel. I think they they're, they just go by the interior police. Yeah, is what they are. Okay. Um, but yeah, and Kenny eventually like confronts Levi. Um, and they, they they you can clearly tell that these two have some history with each other. Um, mm-hmm. eventually. Well, once again, we're staring down the barrel of the fucking same last name, Cody. Remember how what was it a few weeks ago when I was like. Cody, why do Mikasa and uh, and fucking Levi have the same last name? And I was just like, you're like, can't say I keep watching. Yeah, one of the that's a bait question, Chris. I can't, I just can't say anything, you know. Yeah, yes. You have to find it's out like for a, yourself. It's like a kid asking you, uh, where, where, how are babies made? Yeah. Oh boy, here we go. Um, yeah. Uh, eventually, they get any corners Levi in like this tavern where he's hiding behind the bar. Um, mm-hmm. What a great scene! Yeah, and then I I want to say it's Mikasa and somebody else help him get out of there. Like they do some kind of like little smoke screen thing to get him out of there. Um, and he also uses like the gun from behind the bar. That's right, because old fucking uh, the bartender they're allowed to have uh, they're allowed to have weapons. Um, that's one of the laws inside the uh, inside the uh, I guess capital or whatever it is they're at. Their bartenders are allowed to have weapons. Mm-hmm. And my man's got the old fucking. Just the old fucking revolutionary rifle behind the counter. Yeah. Now, of course, they're also some of Kenny's crew is also trying to. They, they kill like the driver of the wagon that Historia and Aaron are actually on. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have to see like some of our main characters, like Gene and Mikasa, have to have to kill some real people, like some actual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like and like Mikasa, I don't think Mikasa gives a shit. I, but I think I think Gene does. 
and you kind of see that here because I want to say doesn't he no, doesn't no Ar Armin Armin I think is the one that has the like hesitate like I forget who it is they're in a position where like they have to shoot somebody but they don't but somebody else does I think it's Gene Gene's the one who doesn't want to pull the trigger yeah Gene well Gene's about to kill the the chick that's driving the wagon and then Armin shoots yep. him because he like hesitated yeah like she also hesitated like mm -hmm. these are people that haven't killed people like they're just no, it's just they're it's just the they're on different sides of you know this mm -hmm. crooked government basically. Um, Which thank God we remedy that shit in this in this season too. Yeah, um, but of course the Interior Police eventually do overwhelm them. They manage to kidnap historian Aaron, mm -hmm. and of course Levi has to hold back Mikasa and all that stuff. Uh, again, by the way, again. Yeah, many times. Um, and then we kind of switch gears, Chris. We get to hear about the, or we get to see the royal government, which is just, you know, it's mm -hmm. we all know we we've come to find out that this is just a total like cover up. Um, yep. And basically, uh, we 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 learn about Lord Rod Rice. Um, he is mm -hmm. the father of Historia, which I believe we've already seen a flashback. Not to be confused with Lord Matt Rice. Right. Right. Yeah. Very different. <laughs> Um, but I, I think we've already seen Historia's flashback where it showed her mother get killed. I think that was yes, technically yeah. in season two. Um, yeah. But we, the, this one just kind of fleshed it out a little bit more. It wasn't. It really did. I don't. I don't think that added too terribly much. You just kind of knew that uh, the mom just kind of sucked. Yeah, um, and we kind of, and we found out that Kenny either. was involved as well. Yep. He was part of that crew, um, and he was. Well, I believe, also too. He was also the one that slit mm -hmm. her throat too. I think. I believe so, and also I believe in this uh, episode too, um, because they, um, because the scouts had gotten Demo to work for, basically gotten Demo to kind of work with them. I want to say and this is the episode where Kenny actually goes ahead and kills Demo, but because this this is like the next part to really set the plan in motion to to get Erwin arrested because they want to blame him and the scouts for the death of Demo Reeves, but what Kenny doesn't know is his son witnessed it. Yeah, his son. What's his fucking name? Uh, oh. uh what what is his name? Starts uh, with a fucking F. Fucking Flagel. 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 Holy Flagel. I was like, I know it starts with an F. Um, Flagel. Yeah, Demo or Flagel Reeves, I guess. Is that his name. Yep. Like, mm. What a horrible name. His fucking father oh, hated him. God. Um, God, I, I fuck it, I'd have fucking slit his throat myself. Yeah, Jesus, any, I got this. Don't worry. <laughs> um, but yeah, he does witness it, um. <laughs> which is big because that's also what what all. And then what happens there is Erwin gets basically they blame him for the death of Reeves, and Erwin's like, no fucking way, dude. Like, why would why would we do that? Like, he's definitely he's definitely back against the wall at this point. Yeah, um, and I guess I should have mentioned earlier, uh, I think it's Aaron that gives Hanji a copy of like his conversation that he had with um, Ymir and Bertolt and all them. So like, and she's been passing yes. note, basically a big note passing situation with to get to Erwin, um, while he's of course being detained. Um, mm -hmm. And basically, Hanji kind of goes to Erwin. And she's like, "Look, if we don't rescue Erwin, he's gonna they're gonna eat him. Like the Reeves family is." clearly knows something more about the walls that they're not mm -hmm. they're not telling us um and that's when the scouts go out and uh they they get our we capture two two of the fucking 
Interior Police, I guess is what they are. Um, yep. And that's Sanus, not to be confused with Hannes, and mm-hmm. uh, other dude, I don't remember. It says his name's Ralph on Wiki, but I don't know. I don't even remember him hey. having a name. Uh, these are basically no. the guys who tortured and killed Pastor Nick. Um, mm-hmm. And in turn, they basically tortured them. Uh, the one guy kind of isn't going to give in. And so <laughs> they, they kind of do a little, some trickery here, Chris. They take the other dude out that they didn't torture and put a blade to his neck and basically make him read off this pan- this piece of paper saying like... Yeah, it's like, I'll, I'll totally turn my guy in for a bed. Thank you so much. I get to sleep in a bed tonight? Yeah. And that's how they, of course, figure out that it was them that, that killed Pastor Nick and all that yeah. stuff. Rest in, may he rest in peace. Yeah. With his goofy wall-worshipping ass. <laughs> oh, baby. But not only that, Chris, um, they also conclude that uh, Historia is basically like the real heir to the throne. The king that sits on the throne is just like a fucking a phony. He's a big fat phony, Chris. Big fat phony. Yeah, and I love it. And we see that he, Rod Rice, basically is the one that has Historia and Aaron under his. I think they shot him with tranquilizers, and he basically has them captured. Um. Oh yeah. But yeah. Um, so shit is clearly hitting the fan. Um, and then we start to see, this is kind of where we start to see some more of Historia's flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, where we see, like, she was raised inside of Wall Rose, I believe it was. Uh, we learn about her mother, who was basically, like, just terrible. Like, she wouldn't even, like, talk to her, like, wouldn't even, like, like, she just, like, sat off on, off to the side where, like, Historia mm-hmm. was just a child, like, ignoring her and all this stuff. And I think the one time Historia, like, went up to, like, hug her or, like, do something like that. Like, she never saw her mother again until the day she was killed. Like, Yep, because one of the big things here, Cody, one of the big revelations is that we find out that basically this royal family has the power to wipe the people's minds. Yeah, it turns out they had, what is it, the founding titans powers. Um, mm-hmm. And event like which, it had been passed down from I think Uri was his name, which was mm-hmm. Uri Rod's brother, and then it was passed down to Rod's daughter Friedra or Piedra, whatever her name was. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the, this the Rice family has basically had this founding titan ability for hundred since the walls were built. Like they and they and they have like this ability to. Like, we start to see thanks. Shout out to the fucking midway point in the episode for kind of explaining like some of the more I, w- I would say complicated stuff like you know what I'm talking about Chris where you can pause it in the middle and like read everything it says yes and I think that's the most because this is uh we're getting to that point Cody where we get kind of the big lore dump um and it's a lot to take in that the basically like the royal family can they've been this power has been passed down and they've because you get this also partially in uh, in the story that Ervin is telling about his dad, who was a teacher, where he didn't believe the books that the government put out for students and for people to read. His dad was like, there's no way this is true and that they actually can wipe people's minds. And so it, you start seeing a lot of that come to fruition because that the reason I brought that up is that ha- that's what. I want to say that's what the mom does to Historia, pretty much, or that's what uh, that's what the sister, uh, Frida, what was her name, Frida, Freda, 
Creed the one who's currently the yeah, at least at the time was the um the founding Titan. But basically, after every time they would talk, she would just wipe her memory. Yeah, and so like she was the one that like taught the story basically how to like read and write, and like was really like uh-huh. the true like mother to her. Um, but like, yep. like like you said, she would like almost, they would like connect foreheads, and like the story would be like, "Who's that girl? Like, mm-hmm. who's that?" And like it's like you were just family with her like ten seconds ago. So like mm-hmm. very similar to how like a female Titan can do the scream and cause Titans to come over to her, or how Aaron can control Titans a little bit, like. But then another thing too, Cody, that you find out that Rob Rice is actually the one who basically pleaded to spare Historia under like the condition that she basically just she needs to go away, just live a quiet life as somebody else, which is which we had known up until last season as Krista. Yeah, Um, I think he sent her over to the basically like sent her to the scouts. Yeah, like you're going to go by this name from now on. Mm-hmm. And you're going to join the scouts, and there you go. But Cody, while that's happening, uh, oh, our boy Erwin is working, working on some, uh, working on some plans here. He meets our our boy, the the OG, our man Dot Pixis. Commander Pixis is there, and they're uh, they're talking about a potential coup d'état here. And his plan to basically their whole their whole thing here is to they need to find a way to get Historia on the throne. Because she is really the true king. Well, queen, but you know. And, well, and, yeah, the queen, <laughs> the true, the queen, the true uh, king, queen. She, she can be whatever she wants to be. Yeah, and I, also too, we get uh, at this point, even though Aaron's under house arrest and is getting kind of outed for the death of Demo, he goes ahead and names Hanji as the new commander of the scouts. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um. And then I, I can't. I think we're going into. I believe it's episode. The weird shit. Well, no, no. I was just saying. Like, I, I think it's episode four is when Levi Squad catches some two soldiers that are tracking them, who just so happen to be. Yes. Oh boy, Marlo. That's, uh, and Hitch. It's in Marlo. Yeah. Yeah, and that's. And yeah, this is a neat episode. Yeah, and you know they kind of, basically Marlo. Obviously, he wants to do anything good. He he's very against like this crooked government, and he kind of knows it's been yes. a little crooked. And so even, like, mm-hmm. the moment they capture him and they tell him that, like, Annie was the female Titan and all this shit, like, mm-hmm. that th- they were being framed, Marlo and Hitch are like, shit, we're just going to work where you, like, we're just going to join you guys, basically, like. Yep. And Levi at first is like, no, no, it's fine. And, like, I basically, and I like how they're going to take, you know, Levi's like, well, Levi wants to kill him. And that's when Marlo's like, no, I'm not, I'm not about that. I want to join you. And Levi's like, nah. And he has Mikasa basically take him back to their post. And Jean is like, or Jean, Jean, call him what you want, is like, hey, let me take him. And he kind of does this little, like, test where he holds the tree branch under the chin like it's a gun. Hits him with the old banana in the pocket, Cody. (laughs) The old banana gun in the pocket trick. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it turns out they are. they, They do mean what they say. Uh, even though exactly, she does whack him with like a stick over the head. Dude, she but... fucking L. She gave him a fucking nest bat, dude. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> John has to take right. one for the team. Um, meanwhile, Levi, Again. Levi manages to capture uh, a, a member of the Interior Police. I don't think this guy actually mm-hmm. ever gets a name. Um, mm-hmm. But basically, just to torture him to figure out Aaron and Historia's location. 
Um, yep. We see Flegel getting chased by the military police, probably going to get killed, runs into an alleyway, gets saved by Commander Hanji. Um, yeah, this was all Hanji's plan. This was basically their way of getting the... Um, what am I trying to say? Basically, they, they, they got these, these police to confess that they're the ones who actually killed... That they are the ones who killed uh, Demo Reeves and, and not the scouts. And basically, uh, Hanji got that out of these troops in front of the entire, like, fucking neighborhood. Another training day moment where, like, Denzel is, like, in the middle of the neighborhood. You know what I mean? They're putting another cases training on all moment. you bitches. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's exactly you what happened. You've been playing basketball in Pelican Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Our man Flagel just takes a seat on old boy's head there. Yeah, but Flag with the help of Flagel, um, is that's that's who they're after. They want to kill him. They like basically just confess, like you said, in front of everybody. Um, and so like the plan is in motion. Like this is all working. Um, they confess to the death of father or uh, of killing Demo. Excuse me. Um, mm-hmm. and so everybody in Stohes finds out. Go like, oh shit! All right, well, um. And then uh, we basically have Air, Air, Commander Erwin. There's too many Air, E words. Erwin, Erwin. Uh, yeah. uh, but he's brought before the king, the quote-unquote king. Dude, my heart was in my throat the whole time, dude. Where it's like, He's like chained up by the neck. He's cuffed. He's fucking cuffed in front. And basically, he's in front of a tribunal. Or like, it, it's, he's, he's getting ready to be put to death. Yeah, and and even like the conversation that he has with Nile, which we know Nile is kind of like one of the douchebag MPs, but he's like him and Erwin were like in the in like the academy together. Yeah, um, and he's like, "Oh, you're gonna you got to pick a side." Like, <laughs> and speaking this. of Erwin, Cody, I did realize after watching uh, the second time through, Erwin is in the first episode. He is there with the scouts because Shadis is still the commander of the scouts in that first episode. Yep. Yep. Um, and I can't remember. I guess we kind of brushed over it, uh, where Erwin was te- like hearing about Erwin's backstory. Have we already heard about his father? Yeah, yeah, because the, basically, yeah, basically, his father. I want to say at this point, we had heard about his father because the father is the, or is it is it here or no? No, it definitely is here because this is where um, where we where he's um because that's what am I trying Might to say? Be, it gets so jumbled here in the middle because Might like be when he's talking with Niall, where we we see his. I believe so. I believe so, yes, because he's talking about like his father is a teacher, and we get to see some. We get to see young Erwin, who, by the way, looks exactly the fuck. He's he's got like his adult head on a child's body. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a Funko Pop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. Um, but yeah, like his dad was even questioning, like you mentioned earlier, like these books, like having like false information or like something was up, and and Erwin even like he was questioning things about like what they were being taught and Chris sure enough, like oh, the no. very next day, like his dad never came home. Like dad was killed. Oh, that's like, right. Government caught wind. They're like, nah, we can't be having this guy doing talking about whatever he's talking about. And ever since then, that's kind that's of right. fueled Erwin to figure out the truth of the world. And that he's been doing. Yeah. But now Chris, of course, like you said, he's been put to death by this council of random guys that oh, actually have no fucking power. Um, and there's a great speech here. Like, basically, like, Pixis has a really cool moment in this season where he he wants to agree with with Erwin, 
but like he's also like Pixis is so pro humanity. Like he wants humanity to thrive and survive no matter what. Like Pixis is like a really good guy. Um but he doesn't know if it necessarily has to go the route that Erwin needs it to go. Like, you know, overthrowing the government. So like it, it's very like he kind of takes a stance to you know to the shock of me when I watched that he took a stance kind of against what Aaron was trying to say. But the the real test comes up here real soon, Cody. When um when a, a soldier, I want to say this happens here, where a soldier busts through the door, saying that Wall what, Wall Cine has been or Wall Rose has been breached or Wall Cine has been breached. Yeah, it's basically in in the speech where Aaron's like. Saying that he can, u- they can use Aaron to rec- or to use Aaron, excuse me, to reclaim Walmaria mm-hmm. and all this stuff. He's like, what if, you know, what if one of the walls was breached and like, almost cue the um, music of this soldier running through saying, uh, Wall Rose has been breached or Wall Cena's, Wall Rose mm-hmm. has been breached by Titans. Um, yep. And, and you know, even like some of the, not not quite the king, but like the the royals. Whatever those old dudes are called, like the, the, like the, basically like the Senate, the go whatever whatever politicians are there in the room. Yeah, and even then, even some of them are like, "Well, that's kind of a fucking coincidence that that would happen." Like as he's saying that, mm-hmm. um, and I can't remember who it is. Is it? I don't know. Well, I know it's one dickhead that basically one, one says, dickhead's like, like, "No, we're not saving anybody." Like we're or yeah, fucking seal the walls up, yeah, seal it up, close the gates, fuck and, them. And the soldiers are like, "Everyone will die." And like even even like Niles, like that's where my family's at. Like mm-hmm. I'm not doing like we're not. <laughs> we we yeah, have not, to... it's be a no from me, dog. Yeah, and like he is very firm on this like order and like. You know, then of mm-hmm. course, like we, we we discovered that this is the coup, like this is all part of their ploy. Because in comes mm-hmm. uh, old Chancellor Zachary, he shows back Fucking up, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, well, that's interesting. You were just gonna let all those people die." Like, mm-hmm. it turns out Zachary has been against these these like higher ups for <laughs> Chris. He's had a grudge against these guys. Like he's been waiting to he sure fucking has. Uh, almost this was his free bird, man. This was his moment. Almost to like a, a frightening degree we get to later when we see his yes. uh, his definition of artwork. Um, yeah, oh, yes. Oh, my God. That was the only scene that made me go. Ooh. Yeah, there's like a it was like, whoa, <laughs> what is happening here? Um, are you spitting butter in his ass? What are you doing? It's a very strange, wild. strange moment. I can't even imagine what that looks like in the manga. But, you know. Oh, man, I can't wait to get to it. <laughs> um. But yeah, it, it turns out this was all part of this coup to, you know, overthrow this fake government that's been in charge for, what, a hundred years. Um, and basically, Pixis takes over the military. They have, like, with the help of Flagel, they get, like, the news printed out immediately to the whole, you know, all the walls, all this stuff that the military is now in control. Yada, yada, yada. Fucking hot off the presses. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, you know, after, so, you know, Erwin's been saved, you know, we've overthrown the government, now we just gotta figure out where, where Rod Rice and Aaron and Historia are at. Um, and then after it happens, that's when Pixis kind of says, like, oh, hey, I meant what I said. Like, I hope we made the right choice. You know what I mean? Like, uh, Pixis is my boy more and more. Oh, Pixis is great, man. Like, 
he's the old man I want to be. Yeah, he, he, Andy, Andy's voiced by like the classic like voices every old guy in every anime. Yes, he is <laughs> like English voice actor. Like, <laughs> like he's mm-hmm. he's the guild leader in fairy tale. He's in so many different roles. Um, yeah, just a very likable guy. Very like looking for like looking out for humanity as best as he can. Um, Absolutely. But then Hanji starts to get some reports uh, about the the Rice family, and we hear about like this this church that they were at, and like they were all killed. Uh, what I don't know is it six years ago at this point or five years ago when? Um, yes, when still the, five year ago. Five when, year mark. When like the when Colossal first attacked and all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. We heard that like everybody but Rod Rice was killed at this chapel, um, supposedly by like thieves or something like that. But then like. You see the church, and it's like clearly not been destroyed by a regular person. Like this is clearly a titan mm-hmm. has done this. Uh, exactly. And like he instantly paid to have it rebuilt. So they're like something sketchy's going on there, and so that's basically where they're planning on going. Um, and then before this episode ends, Chris, we finally we have Aaron wake up, and he's chained up. You know, he's got like a fucking um, a thing covering his mouth so he can't talk, and he's in this like mm-hmm. crystally cavern place. And Astoria and Rod Rice are there, and you know it's. This is where she gets a little, a little, a little bit out there. Um, yeah, this is the this is the weird moment where you where you you definitely get some um, some history on the royal family that they are they're basically the founding titan, and they have to like eat the family to pass it down. They have to eat. They have to turn one person into a titan and have them eat the founding titan. And you find out Aaron's father actually came in and ate. The what's her name? Frida, Freda ate her and took the power of the founding Titan. Which now, well, at, I don't know if you realized at this point that it's been passed on to Aaron. It, it, I mean, it, it's kind of tough because like they kind of break it down in, in different chunks. Um, but basically, yep. Historia is still like on her father's side, like saying that he has good intentions, even though mm-hmm. you know, he's done some bad things. Rod basically instructs Historia to touch Aaron, which triggers a bunch of her past memories, making her yep. remember Frida, and it also makes Aaron like kind of like see more of his memories of like when his dad turned him into a Titan. Turns out Aaron ate his dad that night. Obviously, we know Aaron had that dream, and then he woke up and he had the basement key all of a sudden. Um, and so now he remembers eating his own father. Uh, he also gets to see like like the scenes. I think it's here where he sees the scene of his dad. Attacking Rod Rice's family, I believe that's here. Um, yep. Regardless, it's in this next two, three episodes. Regardless, um, but um, yeah, Frida basically was the one who inherited the uh, Founding Titan's power. Which the Founding Titan. This is kind of where we get some names for all of these Titans. Obviously, we know the Beast Titan, the Colossal Titan, the Armor Titan, the Female Titan. Aaron has yep. the Attack Titan. And mm-hmm. Frida had the founding titan. Aaron's dad also, I believe, had the attack titan. Um, yep. I know there's a lot of a lot of titans to talk about. Uh, Frida had gotten the yeah, power from Rod's brother, whose name was Uri, who will kind of come, yep. come into effect there also. Um, mm. I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, then we see like basically Grisha going there, uh, turning into his attack titan form. 
not only eating Frida and gaining that power, but also killing like just fucking eats them all. Just kills the rest of the siblings and the mom. Um, just yeah, kind of crazy. Why not? Um, and you know, later on, Kenny shows up to the cavern. Uh, turns out Rod Rice has Kenny under his wing, and he has for a long time. Like Kenny's basically been working for the Rice family for a very long time. Um, well, this is where we didn't. Isn't this where we find out? No, 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 not yet, not yet. So I was almost, almost jumped the gun there on the whole Ackerman thing. Oh no, you're good. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, where else we go here? Yeah, like we said, man, season three, the first half of season three is the fucking lore dump. Yeah, I guess it is technically here that we find out that the Ackermans were basically bodyguards for the Rice family. Yep. Uh, we also find out that, like, it is in this episode um, that Pixis, I think it's Pixis. Mm-hmm. I think that Pixis is the one that tells Erwin that the Rice family has the power to change people's memories and all that stuff. I believe so. Um, which obviously factors into, like, why humanity doesn't rem- know how the walls got there. And, you know, there's a lot of, like, questions. And also things. confirms his dad was right. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, now they kind of, they, they head off to, to rescue them, uh, like, the, the scout regiment and all of them. Um, we, again... Like I, I kind of put it before, but the Ackermans were once bodyguards, the Rice family. Ackermans mm-hmm. were also one of a few family lines that were like immune. They're immune, immune yeah, they're to the mind wiping powers. Which you know, put a pin in that because that's a big question mark. Like, why are they immune to these powers? What's mm-hmm. going on there? Uh, eventually, Levi Squad they find a trap door in the Rice Chapel, um, which obviously we know leads down to this insanely huge crystallized cavern place that Aaron's being held. Basically, basically all like the hardening that Annie had around her is what this entire cavern is made out of. Yeah, it's just bright blue crystals everywhere. Um, and so, I love it. And so Levi squad head in, they got like smoke bomb traps and all kinds of shit to, <laughs> to, turn, to turn the tides against the Kenny and his crew with the anti-personnel ODM gear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're and they're messing them up pretty good, Chris. Um, wh- while they're all fighting, of course, Rod is just lore dumping us. <laughs> talking Jesus to- Christ, man! Yeah, like talking about that this cavern and the walls were built a century ago by by one of their ancestors, which I can't remember if that one's Uri or if that's whoever came before Uri. Um, yeah, because Uri is like what the one Uri was the one who was the direct line. Like Uri was the one who was the actual king, which we see in. I don't know if that flashback happens here, and it, it, it is going to be in these next couple episodes. Um, because because um, Kenny, that's that's where they meet Kenny for the first time. Yeah, because Kenny's showing up. Basically, I I think he wants to kill Uri, and Uri like grabs him with like with a half Titan arm, like. Yep. And, it, and they basically like kind of become f- somewhat friends after that, even though because Uri, because the Ackermans were exiled and like killed off and like all, you yep. know, all and this stuff. Kenny's not a good dude. Kenny, like you learn, Kenny is not a good guy at all. Yeah, but Uri feels for him because Uri's family was basically responsible for the Ackermans them being exiled. being exiled. Yeah. Yep. And so they they kind of develop this strange kind of friendship and like. And he basically becomes their bodyguard, like, for, forever. Um, and he, we, we see, like, he he was 
by Uri until the end, until Frida eventually inherited the founding titan, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Rod explains the story that, like, the city walls, again, built a century ago, they used the fountain, founding titan's powers to erase the memory of all the citizens. Um, so that's how the walls got there, that's how... <laughs> it, it's, it, gets, it gets strange here, but Rod also explains that Frida is basically, like, her memories, Uri's memories, all of the memories live with live on within the founding titan. Yep. Um and basically Historia like Rod wants Historia to become a Titan, eat Aaron to get back the founding titans. And he he's kinda like bribing her, you know, and then you'll be able to remember your sister again, all this stuff. Um very interesting. Um and then th- they also mentioned that it has to be a royal bloodline or a member of the royal bloodline to Fully be able to use the Founding Titans' powers, which kind of pisses yep, Kenny which, off. Yep, because he he had a little secondary motive, man. He wanted he wanted to you know very greedily take it for himself. Yeah, because it turns out Kenny had like his own Titan serum from I believe uh-huh. he got it from like his, his his dad or uncle or some some old Ackerman that had it. Um, and now that he knows that he can't even use the powers, he's like, oh well, shit. Yep. That sucks. Um, and, and meanwhile, what's going on? Levi's squad is is trying to get down in here, and the uh, the interior police are lying in wait. But the um, the the scouts have a pretty well thought out plan that involves. We got bow and arrows, Cody. We got cannons. We got slingshots. We got rifles. We got sonic electronic ball breakers. We got everything. Yeah. Um, and they're, and they're fucking them up, honestly. Um, yeah, they, like, it's not a fair fight. They do get cut off because they have, like, some, like, rope trap thing that basically prevents them from entering, like, the main chamber, I would guess. Um, and also, mm-hmm. Anji, Anji takes a bad, a bad spill. She takes a big bump. She takes a big bump. <laughs> big bump, yeah. <laughs> she puts she, up, she puts up the X. She, yeah, she puts up the X with her arms. <laughs> she took a pile driver on the ring apron, Chris. She is, <laughs> yeah, she did. <laughs> she is not. She's out. Yeah. Um, and so basically, I think it's Armin and Jean... It's Armin and somebody mm-hmm. else that are responsible for getting her out of there. Yep. Um, meanwhile, fucking Rod Rice is, like, forcing Historia to, like, take this syringe of Titan serum, which we find out, again, shout-outs to the mid, mid-break mid in the episodes. Um, mm-hmm. if, if you haven't been pausing the, for those, season three, every time you watch it, you should pause it and just read those, because... Yes, very, they're super important here. Because Rod Rice is just throwing lore out, just... <laughs> non-stop at you and and the mid-break again it helps explain a lot of this we find out that this fluid that turns people into titans is actually some sort of like spinal fluid um, mm-hmm. but ymir you know she remembers back flashbacks of frida and, or excuse me historia remembers flashbacks of frida and ymir eventually mm-hmm. slaps the syringe away tells her father to fuck off um for lack of a better term um and saying she's not gonna she's not gonna do it. And even at this point, like Aaron's like, Historia, what are you doing? This is my mine and my dad's fault. Like he he like blames his father quite a bit. Like Oh yeah. Like we took we did this to your family, like you you guys can save humanity, blah 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 and she's like I don't give a damn about saving humanity and like Freeze Aaron, basically. Um, and Kenny's loving every second of this shit, by the way. Oh, yeah, Kenny's just watching from the sidelines, just like, oh, all right, kids got spunk. This is getting good. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and also the syringe breaks on the floor. Um, 
Yeah. Rose pops to the ground. Um, and, you know, while she's freeing Aaron, Chris, Rod Rice is just going rogue and just starts licking up the fucking Oh syrup. my god, dude. Like fucking spilled alcohol at the end of a party. Yeah. Ugh. And, of course, the moment his tongue touches it, Chris, it fucking... The Titan, you know, his Titan. eyes glow yellow, and he fucking turns into this gigantic fucking, like, centipede... Slug? Like, fucking... Just the biggest Titan ever, like... Um... And he doesn't really have his own... Like, it, they just call it the Rod Rice Titan. Like, he's not, like, a special Titan. He's just, like... like he's something. Like a, he's just a giant, like, sluggy, sloth fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what, but, of course, now this is causing the caverns around them to break and, like, fall apart. Um... Meanwhile, Levi Squad gets there, and they're obviously there's not much they can do. Um, and yeah, like the rest of Kenny's squad's getting crushed by the falling bo- fucking boulders all around. Levi and them. This Titan is well, this Titan is white hot, by the way, like just melting the ground around him. And I want to say, doesn't Aaron like see like protect Levi and the gang by going hard? Oh, because he you know, he drinks like this vial that says. Harden on it. Chris, there is a conveniently placed file that just says armor on it, and Aaron like looks yes, over at it. Yes, like, armor. Because right. Aaron's like, how am I, what can I do here? What We're can I do? Oh. Crushed. And then like, there's just a vial over in the corner that says armor, and he like just bites that and like runs and like tell me I can do this. Or he says, he, you know, he does one of his little inspirational quote things, and then he basically turns crystal and like crystallizes all of the falling, like, debris around him, and, like, protects all of Levi's squad. Um. And yeah, he, he has gotten some kind of armor ability there. It just happened to be an armor vial there, which, you know, put a pin in that for yeah. now. Um. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so, it, they, they've been saved. Uh, Kenny's squad, not so lucky. Uh, they're they're pretty fucked up. Um, but Aaron awakens when Mikasa and the gang break him out of his crystallized Titan body. Um, and now they're basically hot on the trail of this rot, what we call the Rod Titan. Um, and, it, and he's on his way to Orvid District, uh, which is like another jutted out part of Walsina, very similar to like how Shiganshina was on Wall Rose. Um, we really get to see like the scale of him, Chris. He is gigantic. He's also emitting... He's massive. He's emitting the same steam as, like, the Colossal Titan, but he's, like, he doesn't have, like, the arms and legs that can, like, support his body, really, so he's just, like, uh-huh. literally dragging his face and, like, front half just across the land, just destroying everything in his wake. Um, and then, you know, Commander Erwin and Hanji and the gang kind of come up with a plan of how to, how to deal with this. Um... How to kill him, basically. Uh, they don't really reveal to us until we get to that moment, but they basically tell the citizens of Orvid District to stay where they are. Um, they basically have to act as bait, and hopefully this plan will work to because the, the Titan that Rod Rice is controlling is after like like the biggest group of humanity or like the biggest group of humans that are in one area, which is Orvid District or something like that. I don't know. They explain it <laughs> somehow. Um, while they're on their way to do this, Levi's basically talking with Historia, like, look, you have royal blood. You're going to be the one that sits on the throne. You're going to be the one that basically has to shift this, you know, the old ways of the government to this new way, and so we can retake Walmaria, all this stuff. 
Um, let's see here. What else happens? So much shit. Um, I guess we can. Well, I'll say they meet up with. Uh, well, they basically to. I guess the yeah. I mean that's we're kind of yeah, to like the, the fight. Covered in most of it. Like the fight. Yeah, where uh, where yeah, because we meet up with Aaron, uh, Aaron, and the rest of the scouts, and they're going to um, they're heading on down to go ahead and try to put this thing out of its misery. And thankfully, it's it's moving kind of slow because it's just a big old sloppy boy. Yeah, and they're right. able to outride it and get there. Yeah, they're able to outright it, get there, get cannon set up. They try the cannon fire, cannon fire doesn't work. And they go with, mm. uh, I think it's Erwin, like it's just another gamble, classic Erwin, which they mentioned that. Uh, yeah, and, and, and they, they want to, well, they want to keep, they want to keep, or at least Aaron wants to keep Historia out of the fray. Because, well, he's like, I can't, I don't want you getting killed. You're the queen. Like, we're, we need to install you as the queen. We can't let you go out there fighting that thing, but Historia has a plan of her own, Cody. Yeah, you know, very similar. She like she wants to, uh, like, like the president in Independence Day, Chris. Like, That's right. they'll respect her as the queen if she deals the killing blow to this giant titan. Exactly. Otherwise, it'll just be like, oh, this is our new supposed true royal queen. Like, the, the, the citizens aren't going to buy that. These citizens are no. are shitheads. If you've been watching That's this right. long, you know the, the citizens in Attack on Titan are fucking... Oh, they're the worst. They're literally the worst people on God's green. Fucking... I hate them all. Like I, fucking dickholes, man. Every time a citizen dies, that's the best part, Chris, is when you go back and watch Attack on Titan. Every mm-hmm. every Titan that grabs a person and eats it, you're like, yes. Great job. That's one less thing. That's <laughs> yeah. one less person. Yeah. They would have been bitching about their tax dollars going towards the, the, oh, <laughs> the scout my, regime. Exactly. Um, that's all they bitch about. Yeah. Um, basically, uh, the cannons don't work, and then we see the Rod Titan eventually like stand up on the wall and we get the big face reveal, Chris, which his face is basically just cut in half, which is just like an open, mm-hmm. kind of gross, honestly. Like, it is like guts are falling all over the wall. Like, oh, so gross. Yeah, like half the fucking, yeah. He's just been scraping his body, and like, it can't recover fast enough. And, <sighs> so, and so the gamble that Erwin and Hanji came up with was to pack a bunch of gunpowder barrels into like a, a net that Aaron would then turn into his titan form and shove down his throat. I'm here to, for it. To blow it up and it, it works. It, it's a very cool scene. Uh, mm-hmm. it, he goes blowing into a million chunks and then the, the rest of the scouts basically have to slice through each chunk because it, the size of like his weak spot is still the same even though the titan's so big. Exactly, and uh, Historia gets the crushing blow there on old Rod Rice. gets the, gets the one gets the gets the hit. Yeah, and and you can tell because like then everything else like disintegrates and goes crazy. Um, mm-hmm. Which of course the citizens see her get the killing blow. They're like, we think you you're the one that that ended it. Which helps because obviously she wants the people to respect her and all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then she see, she gets a flash of like some of her father's memories and stuff by killing him. Um, mm-hmm. And then she basically announces herself as the queen and the ruler of the wall. Yep, she has the, the big beat on her chest moment that I am your queen. Fucking acknowledge me as the tribal chief. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, and then this episode kind of comes to a close, Chris. We see Kenny, who is in, he's on his last legs. He is uh, crispy. And, and this is the episode where he gives all the flashback about how he met everybody and then the, the history of the Ackerman family. So we put, we put that a little bit ahead, but it's the same goddamn thing. But the big thing here... Um, 
Jody, he's got um he's got something on his possession. Yeah, he still has that fucking Titan serum. Um He sure does. And he's talking with Levi, and then we also get to see like this Is this where we get the him and Levi backstory? Yes. Technically somewhere in here. Um it turns out that like I guess Levi's mom, I don't know if she was like a what was she like a prostitute? Un- in the... She was a work. She was a working woman. Yeah, in like the underground city where like the mm-hmm. the bad people are at. Like the, like yeah, the crime like is at an all time high the down Super there. Mario. It's like the Super Mario <laughs> Brothers movie. Yeah, um, and we see Kenny basically. I think he's going to visit his sister, sister, which reveals Levi to be his nephew or him to be his uncle. Um, yeah, because he's looking awfully starved there in like the corner of the room, literally just sitting on the floor watching his mother die, which is ooh, yeah, like that's Kenny, not Kenny comes in to talk to his sister, who is already dead, clearly fucking dead, like not alive at all. Oh, dude, she's like gray, and there's like flies buzzing around. Yeah, homegirl's dead. Yeah, uh, and you know, then he kind of takes Levi under his wing and like gets him some food and like teaches him <laughs> like how to like swing a blade and like all kinds of like. Turns out that mm-hmm. Kenny was the one that kind of taught Levi yeah. how to survive, really. Um, and up until the point where he basically just abandoned him, like. And the reason he gives for abandoning him was like he's like, "Look, I I just couldn't be somebody's father." Like, yeah, I'm a roll. Papa's a rolling stone, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, he's like Uncle Rico, man. He's like a coach would have put me in in fourth quarter out of one state. I ain't got time for you. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then he basically, um, before dying, he gives Levi the fucking the serum or the that the, like the Titan spinal fluid serum stuff. And it's like, mm-hmm. um, all right. Well, that's gonna be important later. Yeah, that that's gonna come in handy so, at some point, probably. Um, <laughs> and then uh, you know, Chris back at the Capitol, Historia is crowned queen. Um, you That's know. right. She gets the crown, saves the town. Yeah, quite literally. Yeah. Um, Chris, obviously, you know, the, all of this has been one big distraction. We still have our main, our main villains on the run. Um, and yeah. we see like the villain meet up, and it's of course it's the beast titan, the beast titan, Reiner, Bear Tolt. Um, and mm-hmm. it looks like the beast titan and Reiner kind of got into a little, a little scuffle. <laughs> They they got some shit to yeah they got some shit to talk about or hash out yeah it's, well it seems like the Beast Titans already won the fight between him and Reiner but oh yeah uh, it turns out Reiner and Bertolt basically wanted to save Annie um and the Beast mm-hmm. Titans like no the coordinate is our main objective and that, it looks yep. like they had a scrap over that and he won so. yep you're gonna do what I tell you to do when I tell you to do it yeah and then kind of going into these last two episodes we get a little bit of a time skip a few months ahead where Historia is now the queen um, mm-hmm. You know, a bunch of like the old dirty MPs, all those douchebags got arrested, and they've you know out with the old, yep. in with the new. Um, that's got right. All that's the crooked, right. Poli- crooked politicians, all that stuff. Um, Dude, and they've got the new weapon, the fucking thunder spear. Do we have the thunder spear yet? Yeah, this is this is the new weapon, dude. This is what they uh, this is what they got. I know we have the guillotine thing that's outside the wall. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, the guillotine is the um. Yeah, the thunder. Oh, spe- thunder spe- yeah, that's right. That's right. Your the thunder. Spe- the thunder spears. Look, the thunder spears come in the next half. Yeah, yeah. Episode thirteen, technically. But you know. Yeah. Yes, this is the. 
this is the fucking long fucking the hog log that's uh, they used Aaron's hardy heart uh, Aaron's hardening ability to basically make like this fucking impassable fucking cobweb to fucking they can't get through and they just fucking log jam them pretty much from the from the fucking roof of the wall. Yeah, and they basically like use this to kill easily kill titans on the outside of the wall, which helps you know mm-hmm. you know you don't have to risk getting lives. They use, well, they like use people to basically bait them through that little that little corridor that they can't get through, and then the fucking hog log just comes down and yeah, and th- just they, gives them a wrap right on the old Jack Johnson. Yeah, and they basically talk about like Aaron's been perfecting his hardening ability, like mm-hmm. and he helped make this this thing, um, and then. I can't remember what it is. This is where we get the... Well, this one, no, go ahead. They're talking about something, and it causes Aaron's memories to trigger where he remembers uh, who he saw with his dad, like the soldier. Well, well, it's... it's, Right. Well, it's remembering... They're trying to figure out, um, because they made it very clear that there was a scout in some of his father's memories. And Aaron realizes that it's a very familiar face, Cody. It is fucking uh, our boy Shottis, Keith Shottis. Um, the the former leader of the scouts and now the current, uh, basically the current commandant in charge of training. Call him what you want. Yeah, he um, his head bald, but he's still the same old shot as under there. That's right. And they go. Uh, I'll say Aaron, Levi, and the gang go to pay him a visit, and they they find out that uh, Shadis discovered him. It ran into his father outside of Wall Mario over twenty years ago, and they. They just kind of became friends. Um, yeah, it turns out fucking they just they literally just found Aaron's dad outside mm-hmm. of Moria, and he had like no yeah. memory of how he got there or any of this stuff, and they just brought him in. Like, and uh, well, yeah, and that, and they kind of they became friends. But uh, Grisha Yeager was always hitting Shadis with like the fucking with the televangelist, you know. Like you're special, it's fine. You know, no, nobody, you, you, you're the fucking man. You're, you're the man. But you. then it's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I want to say too. I, I'm trying to remember what happened. Um, but ultimately, you find out. Um, I, I want to say, what am I trying to say? Because. Yeah, we see them like kind of like becoming friends. Yeah, because Grisha is the one who took Aaron out to uh, not Grisha. Uh, Shadis is the one who took Aaron out to the woods to meet his dad uh, in the fucking flashback with the key. No, he's the one that took him back. He's the one that discovered. Took him, him. back. Okay, took him back. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so we see like, as as far as we know, Aaron just woke up back with Mikasa and Armin, like having like a weird dream, mm-hmm. and then he suddenly just had the key in season one. Uh, it turns out Grisha took yep. him out, took Aaron out there. Basically told Shadas, he's like, hey, this is a family thing. Uh, I think Shadas is a little salty also because Grisha uh, ended up getting with Carla. Um, yeah, who Shadas definitely liked. And, you know, they wanted, and then, like, they also have a child, which is like, you know, how oh, did you steal my girl? You knocked her up. That's yeah. the double dump. And he married her and all that stuff. And then, uh, uh, God. Um, but you see uh, Grisha taking Aaron off, um, and he's like, this was a family thing. And, you know, then you see the Titan glow, and then, of course, Shadas eventually comes back over to where they were. Now it's just Aaron in the basement key. He he's the one that carried him back. Um, yep. And you find out here it was actually Shadas who kind of sabotaged Aaron's uh his uh his ODM gear during training. Yeah. Um, kind of almost wanting Aaron to wash out to not 
you know, really follow this thing and try to, you know, try to avenge his father or follow his father does not want him to basically, um, basically, I guess would, would, what, like not want to, he doesn't want him to be like his father. Um, but turns out he can't really change fate, which we find out much later why all this stuff happens. But yeah, I don't know if Chavez is doing it like maliciously or anything. I, I think Shad is. I, I think shit. there's resentment. I think there's a little bit of resentment, but I don't think it's. I don't think he wants to hurt Aaron. I think, I think Shad is a like, good person. Yeah, I think Shad is more trying to protect him because he knows, like, Something's his father clearly box. was in more. Because his dad just showed up and was like, I don't remember anything, but I'm a doctor. Like, <laughs> what? You got it, bud. <laughs> like, excuse me? Well, that's, that's an awfully convenient skill set to just remember. Yeah. Um,. Very interesting, but of course, you know, mm-hmm. we, we we've got we've got we know how we got the key. Now, Chris, it's it's we're planning to, re- to retake Walmaria. Um, this is it, man. We are fucking. We are gearing up, Cody, for probably my favorite section of the show so far. Oh, absolutely. Um, we have we, then going into this last episode, uh, Hanji tries to you know do some experiments on this Titan formula serum that Levi has. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't take it out of the syringe because it'll instantly vaporize. Uh, Commander mm-hmm. Erwin entrusts Levi to it just in case it has to be used. <clears throat> foreshadowing. Um, uh-huh. To t- turn somebody into Titan, he wants him to be basically in charge of it. Um, they set plans in to, you know, again, retake Walmaria, the plans to go in. And by the way, Levi the wants Erwin to stay behind. Yeah, Levi definitely wants Erwin to stay behind. And Erwin, you know, being like. Maybe a bit stubborn, but he's like, "Look, this is the I day." I need to see what's he's in like, there. We could. This could be the day where we like the real world is revealed, and like, this could be the day yep, where we yep. flip, turn the tides for humanity. He's like, "There's no fucking way I'm missing." <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, I, I could have no legs, and I'm fucking going. Yeah, um, and of course, but we get the, we get the the pre the pre uh, the pre mission dinner, and Cody, they're letting them have meat. Yeah, we're having meat, Chris. We got to chain Sasha up because she's fucking eating it all. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> to fucking chain her to the fucking post. Not only that, Chris, we see Marlowe's join the scouts. We they, mm-hmm. they invent new characters. Um, which this is where we meet Flock, right? Sort of. He doesn't get a name yet, mm-hmm. but we I, like obviously but he's we, there. We've watched ahead. Um, oh, Waka Flocka. Yeah, because uh, which I kind of have a small gripe. I, I feel like these characters were just invented. They're like, yeah, we were in the hundred and fourth. I'm like, no, the fuck, you weren't. No, you, no. you were not. You were not there. Right? <laughs> Don't you fuckers try to pretend you were part of this thing. <laughs> like well, I was there the whole time, in like the back row. Yeah, no. Where, where were you when Thomas was getting chomped on? Huh? I, I didn't exactly. See you, there. You, were, you were cool dicking around somewhere, flock. Yeah. They were probably the ones that were fucking inside <laughs> where the supplies were at that weren't bringing the That's supplies right. to our the guys that needed it. Um, mm-hmm. Pussy. But we got Marlo. He's he's now with the scouts. Uh, That's uh, right. Hitch isn't there. Uh, but we find out <laughs> there's like a funny moment where like Hitch basically is trying to convince him not to go, and they all are like, like Gene and mm-hmm. Connie are like, "What an asshole!" You know, she had a thing for you. <laughs> and Marlo is just oblivious. He's just like, like, oh. <laughs> like you idiot. Um. Oh. And then let's see here. Uh, Aaron, Mikasa, and Armin kind of you know. Shooting the shit, reminiscing over their past, and talking about like wanting uh-huh. to go visit beyond the walls and see the sea, and 
Dude, and I love, I love the fucking, like, the speech that Erwin gives, dude. This is like fucking, uh, once again, dude, Aaron comes, uh, Erwin comes with the fucking President Whitmore level Independence Day speech. This is why I just watched it all completely through. I was like, if, if my man's going to be giving speeches like this all the time. <clears throat> yeah, and not only Let's that, Chris, fucking he's, giving a spe- he's giving a speech, and the citizens of Trost are, like, cheering them on. He's like, well, this is a first. Yeah. Like, usually they're mm-hmm. bitching about their tax dollars. Like, That's right. Which, you know, I, the speech was that good? Yeah, which I'm not letting them off the hook that easy. I still hope all the citizens get crushed. But, um, oh, man. <laughs> um. And then, you know, the, the scouts head off. We see Bear, Tolton, Reiner on Walmaria. Um, mm-hmm. and, you know, With our unnamed third person, our unnamed uh, the Beast Titan mm-hmm. in human form. Yeah, he's got glasses and blonde hair. We know for now. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, I, I guess mm-hmm. there is a mid, or like a post-credit scene. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that until I'm reading on Wikipedia. Maybe I've seen mm-hmm. this before, but uh, and the post-credit scene says, Levi berates a shocked Aaron and Mikasa while standing beside two apparent horses. Yes, yes. Yeah, they're like, they're, it's on the roof. It's like, well, because what oh, happens is, Cody, oh. it's really cool. I do know it's this so scene. cool. Yeah, this is yeah, Levi, because like they're all covered in blood well, and all that. Yeah, and it's so cool because, like, the credits are playing, like, normal. Then they, like, and they, like, fizz out. And then you see, like, Aaron's, like, or Levi's, like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Why, are you know, like, basically, I just basically just call it, just cutting a fucking promo on them. And uh, I was like, "What the fuck was that?" Yeah, I do. I do not remember the scene. I think this was also part of the trailer for part two, uh, mm-hmm. before part two came out of this season. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I do. I do know this scene where they're on the rooftops. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. very hard to not uh, stop. Yeah. Wa- like, <laughs> very hard to not watch ahead of <laughs> when you get to that scene, Chris, because you're like, "Oh yeah, what there's the no way I was happening? stopping." Yeah, I, I'm oh, glad Levi I did. Freaking out? Whose whose bodies are those? Why is he covered in blood? Uh-huh. Um, you know yeah, what? I just didn't stop. I didn't stop until I was caught up. Is what really what happened? Yeah, I, I unfortunately did stop, Chris. But you know, we'll have to find out mm-hmm. next week on uh <laughs> on Shonen and Suds. <laughs> um, oh man, yeah, we got some big things happening next week. We get to see uh we get to see the Nolan Ryan Express next week. Is what we're going. What's going to happen? Yeah, the Beast Titan turns out as an ace pitcher, and we didn't, you know, we had no idea. We never knew it. Um, Which is actually, now that I think about it, that's actually super fucking funny after watching season four. I was going to say, that's so cool. (laughs) That's so cool. Yeah, that's actually really cool. Yeah, some people playing catch, and it's like, oh, wait a minute. No, there it is. (laughs) But you guys will just have to stick around and wait for that. Um, Yeah. Absolutely. uh, Again, I know I rambled a ton here. Season the the first half of this season is very like lore heavy. It's very lore heavy. It, it's um th- and there's also too because there's a lot that you don't get told. They really feed you from the long end of the spoon on this first half. You get a huge lore dump, but it's just enough to kind of make you go, "Huh? Oh, okay. I think I get it." Yeah, it it, it gives you enough to keep you you know, content, but there's still a lot of questions. You know, what's in the base? Oh yeah. What's you know? Mm-hmm. Who the fuck who, are they? Who's this they beast titan? Like, what the fuck's mm-hmm. going on? How many titan powers are there? You know, there's a lot of questions still to be answered. Um, yep. And what's why does Mikasa have the same last name as you as uh, Kenny and fucking uh, 
Kenny and fucking um Levi. There's just a season three leaves a lot of it leaves a lot of food on the plate, but it's it's done very strategically. Um, just like I said, there's they 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 it's almost like well yes it's done intentionally, but like I feel like it's purposely way more questions than they decide to answer, and, and it can almost be annoying to some people. They're like, why the fuck are you gonna tell me this? That doesn't make sense. Well, it's gonna make sense later. Yeah, honestly, it's just expert fucking storytelling, in my opinion. It is. Um, Absolutely, it is. I can't wait to get into it, Chris, because Season 3, Part 2 is... <sighs> dude, it's so good. Dude, the, fu- the music... The, dude, dude <laughs> the, the, my, fa- my favorite scene is when fucking... Wait, I, and wait, it's my favorite scene of the show so far. Wait, Chris, hold on. Okay. Can't, we can't say it. Can't spoil oh, it. we can't! Oh, we can't I'll, talk I'll, about I'll tell it. you after we cut. That's all I've got. <laughs> Yeah, Chris, that's all I've got. I honestly, I can't wait to watch this. Um, it was tough oh, stopping man. at episode 12 um, and going back to One oh, Piece. I could have totally just done the whole, <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I will definitely be diving into part two tonight. Um, mm-hmm. and I hope everybody joins us uh, again. We'll be covering episodes is it 50 to... Episode 50 to... 61? 50 to 59 is where we're 50 to 59, okay. It's just the last ten episodes of season three. Okay, gotcha. There they are, the fastest ten episodes you will ever watch because there is so much happening, and it's all it's all great. It's all great, and I can't fucking wait to talk about it. So I'm gonna shut up so I can tell Cody my favorite scene after we cut. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, that's gonna do it for us this week on Shonen and Suds, guys. Uh, a big a big thanks to everybody who's been tuning in. I know, I think the uh, the Attack on Titan episodes have been some of our best numbers as of late. Awesome, awesome. If you're new to the show, thanks for tuning in. Appreciate all the downloads and all that stuff. Yeah, I think we're always cool. by next week. We should be at four thousand downloads. So, thanks. That's everybody. fucking awesome. Appreciate yeah, let's do a couple of old goofs just ramble on about anime. That's right. But Chris, I, you know my drink is empty, uh, and I and I'm curious to hear your favorite scene. So that's all I got. I'm Cody Snodgrass, and I am Chris Adams, and I can't wait to see you outside the wall next week. See what I did there? I really made it thematic for. Anyway.